Hey guys, Doug Cummins here. Thank you for tuning into my podcast. Listen, let's just get into like how I'm gonna help you become more successful in life. Let's do this. Hey guys, Doug Cummins here. Thank you for being back with me. So listen, I'm out in the middle of Florida and I'm delivering this mastermind. This is really, really amazing to me. I'm gonna be partnering up with Manuel Suarez and we're gonna be delivering this uh, over a big period of time and people have paid millions of dollars to get access to this and it's very encouraging for me because I've worked 40 years learning how to do it right and that mainly came from hitting the wall of doing it wrong and learning from that and practicing from that, launching from these failures back into another level of light. It's incredible for me to be able to share this now. What's interesting, a lot of people don't understand this, the more successful ones do, but you are the individual that is running the company, the owner, the CEO, the top of the person, and whether you have a small group, a large group, one of the most key elements of success comes from you do something that hurt. There's something that happened in your organization and it hurt. We've all had this, right? And now you go, okay, let's fix the damage. And then you do. This happens over and over and over again. But here's the question. Were you clever enough to go ahead and recommend policy that will help you prevent it from happening again? This is something that is imperative. You go, what do I train my staff on? Because modern people think the training has to be do this. Okay, not incorrect, but it also has to be what you don't do. How do you run your business to prevent these errors from occurring, reoccurring over and over again? You know, there's this very wise saying that says, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And it's true. How do you write policy? How do you format it? How do you get it so people can understand it? And I'll tell you, this is one of the advantages I grew up being illiterate. I didn't have a huge vocabulary. I didn't have this worldly choice of words to use. It, I can tell you this, it was impossible for me to be pedantic, being too, oh, listen to me, write all these fancy words. I didn't know how to. I could just only have the ability to write policy that talked to someone. And it was a blessing in disguise that, that I got that, that skill unwittingly. So now we're gonna be training people of how to get the right policy so someone can understand it. Next question, how do you make it available to the people in your company? My companies have thousands of people spread all over earth, different continents, different countries, different languages. So you have, how do you be an author? How do you be a typist? How do you write it up? So the format is always the same. How do you put it into parts where the paragraphs aren't a page long and they're little bites that people can get and they can understand and they can look at it and read it and not become disinterested because it's too wordy. I mean, God, I have 40 years of experience of how to perfect this, perfect that, perfect this, we make that to where the policy is digestible. Because the point is, it's not that you write it up. The point is, will someone read it and use it? It's one of the hardest things there in the world to do is to get something that another person can assimilate, that they can digest, that they can go, well, that makes sense. And then you have 
the different types of policies. How do I manage the company? How do I train people? All the forms we use, all these different things. I have a company here in Florida that has probably 300 employees. It's called American Power and Gas. The company has done billions of dollars in revenue. It still does hundreds of millions of dollars a year in revenue. It is my most sacred cash cow. And you want to know how much time I spend there a year? I'd be embarrassed to tell you. I'd have to say zero, except for the fact there's so many people there that I love. If it wasn't for these beautiful people there that I absolutely adore and care so much about, I'm not quote unquote needed other than for some big hugs and kisses. And because I wrote it all up, there is over 132 policies that have been written up of how to do everything. I have some badasses there. I mean, these guys that run the place, absolutely amazing, but it's all done on policy. You can't imagine the amount of money I make off this thing and they do the work. I laid the pavement and I gave them the road to work on, but I wrote it all up so they could do it. Now I'm doing it in Italy and I'm helping companies up in the United Kingdom and I have companies around America and all of these areas. This is part of the deal that I do is give them the data of how do they organize the areas. So guys, this is what we're going into there and this is only one subject matter of this mastermind. Okay, now you have one or two things. You have a product that's something tangible, something you can touch, feel, put in a box, ship to someone. It's a product. Or you have a service. You have an idea that like, will help someone. So you have a product or a service. Theoretically, you have three particles. You have a client, or you could call it a customer. You have the particle, either your product or your service, and you want this product or service to go to the client or the customer. You want these two to become one. You want them to buy what you have to sell. Oh, now you have an employee that is actually going to help make sure this happens. You have a customer. You have something that you want them to buy. They pay you money for it. You don't have that. You don't have a business. And then you have people who help you do that. That is the definition of simple definition of a business. Now, how do you move that over time? How do you find the employees? How do you advertise your product or service? How do you get someone interested in buying this thing? How do they give you money? What do you do with that money? How do you make sure that that product or service gets to your client, your customer? I mean, these all these things have to be done. All of these elements have to be organized. And there's a way that you can put this up on the board to make it make sense. So people who are working for you could go, oh, I see. It goes ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. I get it. And they can see what came from the left. This is what it started with and how it moves all the way through to the end. You go, I'll be damned. That is what we do for a living. How do you bring out a concept of a business and bring it into a two-dimensional board? Another element we got here is how do you measure each of these areas. One of the biggest problems I see business people have, they work on ideas, opinions. Oh, here's the big one, emotions. I like this guy, I don't really care for this person. Some people rub you the wrong way, but here's the question, can they get the job done? I got they can be a bit of an irritant, but the bottom line is do they do the job? Are they helping your company grow? Do they take that particle do they do with what they're supposed to do with it? Do they get people to help you? Do they do their, their job? 
And do they pass it off and do they hold that area? Can you measure that? That is what allows you to know, is this a good person or do I need to do something with them? And everything else is BS, guys. You need to be able to measure their ability. You'll be able to see, is it dropping off in quality? Is it dropping off on quantity? That's really what you have as a business is I have how much of it and how good is it? Quantity, quality. And you have to measure that. You have to be able to see it. You can't just go, oh, it feels good. Okay, what that? You got to be able to measure this and see it on the ground. Narrative, learning how to go do that. You have all the money that comes into your operation. It needs to be accounted for. That's why they call it accounting, all right? They have bookkeeping. You have to keep track of all that. You need to know where every penny came from. You have to have it measured and you have to have it documented and on a weekly basis you need to know what it was allocated for your purchase orders how do you get new things bought so you can expand you have to have where did it get spent and where, how did you get it measured all these different things and oh by the way have you ever heard of taxes you need to understand that as well you have all these different elements that you have to be in control of and you as a business owner have to make sure people are doing it for you how do you do that well we're going to go over that in the best this is the thing about life. This is what I've been working on. These are different elements, and there are probably about nine things I've already forgot about that we're going to be working on today. And I wanted to come back to you on, uh, here on social media and share some love with you. We are in this beautiful place here. Guys, stay tuned. Click below. Follow me so you can keep getting more tips. Ciao.